Warning, the following may contain Krog. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced... The team have received a hero's welcome into the Burgomaster's home, but realize they need to visit the nearby Vistani campsite to follow up on rumors of Irina being sighted there. However, they are meeting with some resistance from their host, who seems intent that they stay in town. I, I, I'm going to pour, uh, Kellen, a spittoon of, of, of Burgundy real quickly, uh, just so he can calm him down a little. Well, that went well. I turned to my friends. I will quaff the spittoon. Oh, God. It went relatively well. I think we may have overdone it as the protectors of the love. Wow. I think we were about right. I think that's about right. So, do you think they'll let us leave? Does anyone think they're going to let us leave? No, he won't let us leave. Well, I think we should play it like we want to stay, and then they all go to sleep, and then we all crawl out our windows, and we all meet outside of town. All of us. I mean, every, every, all three of us. What if I conjure the illusion of vampires, and we chase them out of town, and people see us chasing the vampires, and we're defending them as we... Can you come, I, can I you say we wait and see what the Baron has to say over dinner. Oh, I can Is that imagine. Because you're hungry? Is it just because you're hungry? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Master Suno, what do you think? I would feel uh, much more at ease if we were actually looking for Irina. Um, I feel our fates are connected to her. Yes. Can we? Yes. Can we? Is, is there any way we can maybe? Subtly poke around the Baron's house, uh, mansion, what have you, and uh, you mean do we have use that we might want to pilfer? Pilfer. Insofar as we have never done anything subtle in all our time together, (laughs) I'm not going to go through any drawers of women's clothing. I promise. You know, I like that you now have to state that disclaimer before any adventure. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I, I agree with that. Uh, we can eat good food tonight and have a good night's rest in proper bedrooms, I hope. We don't need rest. We've had recent rest. I say we, we lull them into, like, when the town sleeps, we leave. But didn't you want to go to the tailors tomorrow? I was just I was just trying to like make him feel at ease. Honestly, the tailors they have here are garbage. I, I don't know if you've seen what people are wearing around here, but really it's just potato sacks sewn to, to, to tea cozies. There's nothing here that would fit. No, no, uh, we were in So I say we just We were in the gentleman's room. Are are there any weapons hung on the walls? Nope. Um, no, can we just kind of search? I'm going to do a, a very subtle, quiet search of the room and just see if I oh can. Oh my god. Knocking oh entire Lord. tables over. Yes. Paintings off the wall. Yeah, so there's there's not, I mean, it seems to be this. Oh, sorry. What's your rule? <laughs> oh, I have to roll. Yes. Uh, investigation, Jack. Can investigate. Uh, 
Natural 20. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo! Right. Well, there, I mean, there aren't actually aren't any cabinets of anything in this room. You've got, obviously, the bear um, on the wall. Um, it's just a lot of seats and tables. Um, there's actually no storage in the room at all. Um, this is clearly a place where he takes people in to entertain them and stuff is brought in to entertain them with. And actually, on that note, um, there's a wee rapping on the door and Martha comes in. Um and she uh, basically brings in what seems to be some kind of meat on some sticks. Some wee uh, uh, Yay, uh, appetizers, sticks. basically, for you too. Uh, some kind dipping of, sauce? Some nice seasoning. Uh, no dipping sauce, unfortunately. Nice. Um, but we've got some nice seasoning. Um, looks to be pork chunks. Nicely seasoned. On sticks. Seems nice. Martha, thank you so much. You deserve better. You, you deserve better. A night off! Here, get you next time off. Let me know. Okay, she, thank you. Uh, she just looks at you in confusion and nods and backs away. So, um, so once we have our, our our meat sticks in hand, I, I, I gather everyone close. Mm, are we going to call them meat sticks? Can we call them skewers? All right, we'll call them meat sticks. Once we all have our meat sticks in hand and we get in a circle, yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> You are a filthy, filthy animal, John Mullerman. Once we have our our, our aperitifs, um, <laughs> I, I gather everyone close and I say, I believe John has the right of it. I think we should attempt to escape tonight. If we can requisition some horses, we can be at the Vestani camp, perhaps just before dawn, when we can strike at them when they're at their weakest, or at least prepared. You know, what they have learned from you is if you say requisition, it is better than steal. And that I am going to remember, sir, uh, as long as I live. <laughs> we, well, the difference between nobility and thieves. too well when we've traveled at night, though. Well, I, I, that is true. That he, he, the, the barbarian makes a compelling point, no offense. But we are, we'd be moving at speed through the dark, through dense, tangled underbrush on horses. What could go wrong? Okay. With the zombies everywhere. Right over them, right over, like leap over them. I don't know. I mean, it's an idea, but I think it'd be. Easier I think that yeah, I, I do at think night yes. in the morning. I agree that we're going to have to leave at speed, and either it's in the morning or at night when everyone's sleeping, and that's when we work the best. I I I think we could we could uh, eat the Baron's fine cooking and sleep in a comfortable bed, but then we can all stand watch and leave. Before dawn. Oh, there will be watches. And then go. Well, not really, dawn? No, before. Before, before dawn. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's uh, a knock on the door, and uh, it's Martha. Uh, sticks her head in, uh, and she says, Hello. Uh, Hi. The, you know, this is the, the call to dinner. Dinner is ready, and the, the Baron and his wife are waiting. Uh, and she opens the door, and she um, gestures across the hall. Uh, across the hall is another open door. It seems to lead to some kind of dining room. All right, Kellen, I just want to like, review the, the topics of discussion that we cannot broach. Okay? Like, like uh, maiming, killing, dead animals, meat, skip all of it. Just, you know, stay to, like, safe topics. Can I do underarm farts? Yes, yes, if you must, but just call it like like folk music. Don't call it underarm farts. <laughs> okay. So, are you? So what have we decided? You guys happy enough to head on in? 
<laughs> I think we're going to have dinner. <laughs> we'll, we'll have dinner. I see. So, um, so you lead through, guys, and the uh, the Baron uh, and the wife are there. So this is a, a long rectangular table. Um, the Baron is standing uh, behind his seat uh, at uh, the top end of the table, and his wife, um, sort of, uh, you know, she's slightly taller than him, actually, an older lady. Um, her with streaks of grey through her hair, very thin, uh, very well dressed. Um, and she's standing behind her chair at the other, and she greets you with a a. a, a what seems to be a genuine, very well-practiced smile. And she says, Welcome, my guests. Uh, please take your places at our table tonight. And Thank you. So the table is um, obviously cutlery set there. There are, each uh, seat there already has a glass of wine uh, at it. Um, there are actually, other than the seats for the baron and his wife, there are eight seats there. Um, so, uh, and yes, are you happy enough to sit down? Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, if you need help with any of the uh, uh, the spoons or the forks, the knives, you let me know. They're, they're all for very special uses. Um, so that means if there, there are eight seats, that means that two are free? Yes, that's right. Uh, but are, are they like, um, are they decked out? So do they have One of them like is. Plates? One of them is. The sun. The sun, right. Mm-mm. But he's not... They so, keep him in the basement where he cries out for meat. Um, so actually, you know, as you sit down, after you sit, sit down, the Baron and his wife begin to sit down. And, and actually, um, uh, the Baron, you know, says to his wife across the table, uh, my darling, will uh, will Victor be joining us tonight? Uh, and, and she says, darling, no, I'm afraid not. He, he is upstairs. He, again, is busy at work. Um, and you can see, again, the Baron, you know, he... Uh, looks a wee bit put out by this but he says oh do not matter all is well we do not have my son's presence again but we do have the heroes uh, of the silver dragon um, and his wife uh, gives a small clap actually one of the sort of you know little, you know, very quick sort of uh, not not nervous you know, she is smiling she said oh I, I, I'm delighted absolutely delighted to have you here tonight with us thank you so much uh, for what you've done for our our small, uh, small happy time. And how did the pair of you meet? You seem like a wonderful couple. Um, uh, the Baron says, "Look at that, uh, master of small talk as well." Lydia here um, and I, we, you know, we've just grown up. Our families are uh, you've, you've you've gotten to know Velaki, i believe over the last few days there aren't that many high families here so we we've known each other uh for quite a while i i used to play with her brother before he joined the uh, order of the morning lord and uh, eventually our family suggested the match and i couldn't really find anyone more suitable for me could i lydia and she smiles and blushes a little bit Hmm. Oh, she's delightful. She's delightful. So, uh, so what, what else can you tell us about the Silver Dragon folks? Oh, honestly, it's something I pulled out of my head. A stroke of sure. Yes. Okay, so definitely not some sort of like secret racist sect that has been like underground for oh, many years no, and now it's reemerging. Okay, one of the for... many failures in the land to fight against. Oh, okay, all right, yes, yes. Back in the annals of history, it's oh. not really my forte. You should ask Malik uh, about that, although 
Okay. He's, very, he's been acting very strange today. He seems you, you to know, think he seems to think f- that uh, there's been some kind of magical coercion against him. But I told him, of course, the heroes of the Silver Dragon would never stoop to such a level. Uh, oh, no. eyeballs, eyeballs you as as um, as he says yes. that. Yes. So no, we right. don't. We don't do that sort of thing. No, mm. no, I did not think you would realize that would be unbecoming of heroes. Um, and then there's a, a knock on the door, uh, and he says, Ah, Isaac will be here to report in. Dear, you don't mind if we take this at the table, do you? Uh, and and Lydia says, No, no, darling, not at all, not at all. Uh, and into the, into the room uh, walks uh, somebody you have seen before. Um, Strad. No, no. Uh, <laughs> not at all. This uh, Elvish no, Bard. No, not not an Elvish Bard. Ooh, we, that'd we be could, tough. We could keep guessing, or I could just tell you that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the uh, horrific-looking man that you encountered in the town square, if you recall, uh, oh, with the yeah. uh, oh, sorry, not him, yeah, with the uh, massively deformed arm that he had been at the time hiding under uh, his cloak until he threatened Jean with it. Uh, this time, uh, it, it remains under his cloak, and he uh, comes into the room, glances at you. He doesn't seem to be surprised at all that you guys are sitting there, and he walks uh, up to the burgomaster, and he says. We've managed to catch about five today. But that's all. It's a, it's a record for the least amount of people in the stocks uh, after one of your celebrations. A great success. Well done, sir. Uh, and the Baron um, says, Oh, fantastic. I knew that um, the Festival of Blazing Sun itself was a great idea and our special guests here... Um, None of this malicious unhappiness will be a thing of the past in Barovia. And uh, the the man who he addressed as, as Isaac, uh, he says, yes, yes, I think so. And he kind of turns to look at you and Jean in particular, sort of side glances at you. But um, he says, and then he turns back to, to the I, 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 I know my best, my best friend's. Have come from uncomfortable first glances, and I just want to say that they're, you know, maybe we get off at the wrong foot. And you seem like a perfectly lovely person. And uh, my apologies if I came off as someone who was in any way hostile towards you. You, you seem very nice. Um, and the Baron gives a big laugh at this, and he says, <laughs> "Please." If Isaac was a nice person, I would not have him on my staff. This is the this is the muscle behind the smile that rules Valaki. This man uh, do yes. not do not take offense at Isaac's demeanor. That is what he is here for. That is what he does yes. best. Is that yes. not right, Isaac? And and Isaac I just locked on Jean says Yes. And turns back to the Baron and he says, If that is all for tonight, sir, I would retire to my room. Um, and the Baron says, go right ahead, go right ahead. I'll make sure Martha sends you something up once we're done. It doesn't look like Kellen's too hungry more, anyway. There's some more meat sticks left, I believe, yes. And there you go. Skewers. <laughs> we're, we're, we're calling them skewers. Skewers. I'll tell you the food for you. Um, and Isaac uh, just nods in your direction once and turns and leaves. Um, and the Baroness, you know, she, she turns to, to the Baron and says, oh, when will he ever learn, darling? 
his this mannerism around guest is just terrible. But she's smiling the whole time. It's almost like this is a joke that she's having with her husband. And he says, I know, I know, <laughs> darling. You just can't find the people, can you? Yeah. He so, seemed lovely. Baron, what, what, what is with his arm? <laughs> well, so he is a barbarian. I will remind him when he is a barbarian. So. Um. And um, so I don't know if you recall last time, guys. There's the, this is this this sort of barbed monstrosity that the that arm has, and 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 I believe Jean, um, he was able to sort of conjure fire with it. Is that correct? Like when you when you last saw it. Um. So and the Baron say, you know, he 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 again laughs, and his wife laughs along with him, and he says, you know, this strange place, Barovia. It's just all these oddities keep popping up, and Isaac. Is an oddity into himself, and his arm is just an extension of his situation. Did you know when I first met him, he had no arm at all, and then it just seems to have appeared over time. This, um, and really, that's when I noticed him, and when I noticed the fact that this arm had sprouted and he couldn't explain it himself, that's when I realized that was the man I had to have on my staff. I had a mustache appear like that. This land, like, like we are. Isaac? No, I believe he grew up here as a child. Lost his family in some horrific accident. I Something like that. I mean, there's so many stories like that in Morovia. Hmm. Didn't really hey. pay attention. He doesn't know where his arm came from? Do you know? I haven't really had a big conversation with him about it. I found out what he could do with it, thought it was impressive, and realized I needed to have him working for me. Because um, it would be rude to pry, you know? I mean, once like, you I meet agree, someone, Master you know, they have an eye some... that goes this way or a nose that goes this way. You don't point it out. Exactly. You just say, exactly. you know, no, welcome. Did you, say, did you say, are you from nobility? Um, from uh, Of course, yes. From? Yes, yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, I, mean, no, I can no, see yes, it. I, I can see it in your mannerism. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, like my, my cousins were, like, were married, and, and that's, you know. <laughs> no offense, Baron, but you know, you've been a generous host, but you seem to claim ignorance about a great many subjects. The uh, Silver Dragon Order. Uh, 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 actually, he said that he made up the Silver Dragon Order. He said it. it, it, it came from the annals of history and it sounded like a bunch of nonsense. So he, he looks at you, Callan, and you know, he's got the smile and then his smile you know sort of freezes a little bit and, 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 and he you know fixes you, he's got his fork in his hand, holding it upright and he says, But what exactly are you saying to me? I feel like you're hiding things from us. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. <clears throat> so uh, at the other end of the table the, the Baroness uh, gives a little gasp. Uh, and she, you know, sort of puts her her cutlery down. Um, the Baron uh, continues to fix you with his stare, and he uh, smiles. Gone now, uh, and he says, "Really? And is that how you all feel about me after everything I have done for you in the short time that we've met?" No. You, no, no, you no. gave us appetizers. Oh, see, so McGregor uh, is like a very fine fellow on the battlefield, but at the dinner table, he does struggle, you know? And so I, I would say that, like, he does not necessarily speak for all of us. Uh, I think that we are very grateful for your, your hospitality. Um, yes, 
So let's all just like agree to have another spittoon of wine, and uh, you know maybe we can talk about something else. And and he he glances to Lord Talfron and to Master Sonna, and the two of you. Well, I am a bit concerned. Why working with this man is one thing. Why would you house him in your own house? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Manor. Uh, yes. Would you use shelf and find your own shelf? <laughs> uh, and, he, and he looks at Lord Talfron and you. I believe that you have the interests of the citizens of Alaki very close and dear to your heart. Um, and he, he, he looks back to Master Sonna. And he says, your friend here suggests that there are certain areas in which one does not pry, just as I have not done with Isaac and his arm. I also feel that how I organize my household is an area that is not for you to pry into either. Excuse me, darling. I feel I have lost my appetite tonight. And he, and he stands up and, and his wife sort of gives a little shake in her chair as he does so. And he says, I will retire to my den and hopefully I will have recovered along with my guest's manners in the morning when we can see about that tailor to get you all cleaned up. Good night. I'm very excited. I, yes. Good night. Good night. Baron, Lovely dinner. The Baron walks out uh, and, and, you know, Lilia stays there and she says, oh, oh dear. Uh, okay. Right, and she, you know, eats a, a wee mouthful of food uh, as, as she sits there after the baron has stormed out. Can I do it? This is your moment. Or, or Jean? What? Jean or Lord Talfron or Master Sutter. Anybody but me. Yes, that's <laughs> literally true. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I solicitously pass her like the, uh, the olive oil and I say it, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a terrible duty having to play host to so many people can come through your front door, I'm sure. Uh, but you do it with grace. And uh, I, I think I speak for all my friends here when we thank you for your hospitality and for this remarkable salad. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yes, I will pass that on to uh, my husband. We're just not used to such comments here. You must understand it comes off as quite aggressive, and he's under such pressure, you realize. Yes, yes, yes. McVag is used to talking to oxen. He is not used to talking to people, and it, it shows. Have you, have, you, have you seen him become more violent recently? We speak, of course, only in our capacity as the heroes of Malachi. Um, have you oh, recently oh. grown more concerned with his temperament? Do his Marcus? duties no, weigh too heavily on his... Shoulders, of course, he, he his, his duty. Perhaps he might be becoming a little too aggressive of late. Aggressive? No, 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 definitely not. I mean, he has the best wishes of everyone uh, at heart. In fact, I, I must go see to him. I, I should not leave him uh, by himself. I will go and see to him now. Um, now, and she stands uh, to go. Um, you know, she's still quite pale, and she says, "We, I would ask the maid to uh, take you to to your rooms, but." Um, uh, she she's she's gone missing recently. I I will get Martha. She will direct you. Please, can I ask? 
when we speak in the morning, do not challenge him like that again. He, he can't. He does not work well. We will not. You have my word, madam. We will put a gag in McRag's mouth if we have to. You can rest assured that he will not be challenged again. Thank you. I'll I, play my folk music only. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, Lord, I, I stand up and I bow. As, as one lord to a lady, I, I vow the same. And also encourage you, with a roll of 19, Ooh. to share with us Anything that we can do to specifically help your husband with his duties or any fears that you may have in general. We are here, after all, as heroes. I, uh, I mean, I... Please, I just please share, share with us anything you feel is of importance. Please, just listen, listen to my husband. He is a, he's a brave man. He is a, a wise man. And he is, tries so hard to protect this town despite despite everything that seems to be rallying against him sometimes, please just support him and, and, and help out, help him out. It, 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 you're coming. I mean, when we heard about what you did last night, it, it, it lit a light inside him and, and I could see, you know, the way the crowd reacted to you today. It, you know, I've, I've not seen him like that. But, well, why did he send this to a, such a common cell then? You must understand the first report. That was an oversight, I'm sure. An oversight. An oversight. We should not interrogate this poor woman any further. <laughs> Lord Taffrin, this is our hostess. We should let her go to bed. <laughs> and we should just retire to our own chambers and be grateful for what we have been given tonight, which was a magnificent feast and fine company. Very well. Very well. Good night, lady. Um, and the Baroness uh, leaves. Something smells rotten in here, and it's not a drag. Of course it does. Yes. Yes, of it is me. Yes, it's you, but also this. It, it's just it's both and. Both and. Uh, right. I, I don't think that interrogating anyone here is going to help. I think well, that we should. Sometimes, sometimes you can get them to, re- to drop hints or reveal things they didn't mean to that, that mm. set you on the right track like she might have said he's very particular about his dungeon and would hate for you to go down there <laughs> yeah, then, then we would know where to go I don't like this Baron and I don't think we should wait here until the morning Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast to make sure you never miss an episode and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group